You're listening to Soul Keys Podcast with your host, Kelly T. Smith. Yep, that's me, here to guide you deep within and remind you that all of the answers you seek are within you. Check me out at www.soulsearchingzone.com and let's get started. Soul Keys Podcast, and I'm your host, Kelly T. Smith. Every week, I'll be right here helping you go deep within to uncover and discover how to deepen your connection to your inner self, your soul self, divine source, God, and the universe. So welcome back to Soul Keys Podcast. Today is episode number 11. And before we dive into today's topic, I just want to remind you that I do have a free library with meditations in even one class, one two-hour class for free in my online free community. And if you'd like to get free access to that, you can sign up at www.soulsearchingzone.com. You'll create a login, and then from there, you'll be able to access your free meditations. And there's even a free class available to you called The Evolution of You. So if you'd like to experience that, you can find the sign-up button in the menu at the top of the page. Okay, so today, our topic is how... To follow your inner compass. So just for a moment, I want you to think about what a compass is and the function of a compass. And if we have an inner compass in our body, in our energy field, in our mind, body, and spirit, what would that be? What would our inner compass be? Would it be our inner guidance system? Yes, but also I feel that our inner compass is really our heart energy. When we are in alignment with our heart essence, when we're in alignment with a very clear open heart, then we have access to an intuitive intelligence that wouldn't be available to us without that high frequency of the open hearted energy. So really, when I talk about your inner compass, I mean your heart energy, following your heart energy. But if we go even deeper into that, it's about being in the flow of this magnificent energy that's available to you that is this radiant high frequency of love energy, joy energy, happiness energy, when you are in the flow and you are radiating a heart chakra or a heart center that is open and flowing, you have a connection to source that will then carry you. So think of it as, think of your connection to sources as being in a river stream. And when you are connected from the place of your heart chakra 
and you are letting that guide you in your heart center, letting your love frequency guide you, then you are simply in the flow. You are flowing in the, the, the direction you're supposed to be going. You're not, you're not trying to control it, force it. You're not trying to make it happen, but you are just letting the current pull you forward. So when we are in our heart center and we're in the high vibrational energy of love, then we are allowing that frequency to guide us. It's such an amazing experience because just like in the previous podcast episodes when I've talked to you about understanding when you're connected versus when you're disconnected to the energy of source that flows to you. This time I want to help emphasize to you that the way to understand whether or not you are in the flow of connection to your inner guidance system and your inner compass is to recognize what's going on within you and within your heart center. So right now in our current energy, at a collective level, our hearts are beginning to open even more. And I believe that when you we are purging as a collective consciousness and clearing out old limited beliefs that keep us from remembering, that keep us from remembering who we really are, what happens first is that everything starts to change. Systems start to collapse. Relationships might start to fall apart. And then confusion and even chaos begins to take place until we remember who we are and align with that energy. And who you really are on the deepest level is love. And so when we are radiating that frequency, a high vibrational energy We are in the flow with source energy and source energy will then carry us forward and becomes the compass that knows exactly where we're headed, what we're supposed to be doing and why. And usually if we're just operating from this place of trying to navigate through our brain and trying to think our way through certain things, then that interferes with our our inner compass. But once we really make our heart center clear and we, f- we learn to follow our heart, then it will balance the connection between our heart and our mind and we will be able to move forward in an effortless way because those two, those two will not be in conflict with each other. So that's key number one and we're going to go ahead and pause for reflection now. And this is where I just want you to take a moment. I'm going to ask you a few coaching questions about what we just talked about. You can either journal or you can just contemplate what the questions that I'm offering you right now. When making decisions in your life, do you feel like you are going with the current of your stream, your connection, your highest frequency? Or are you pushing, pulling, in your thinking mind, in the lower energies, trying to make something happen. Just kind of sit with that for a minute. And then I'd like you to put your right hand over your heart center and just take in a deep breath and feel into your heart energy. 
Do you feel open or closed? And if you need to, you can pause to finish journaling or contemplating. And we're going to go ahead and move on to key number two. And key number two is collapsing the heart walls. So what keeps us from being able to align with our inner guidance is all of this pain that is surrounding our heart chakra. So now I want you to think of a person that you know who you would consider to be open-hearted. Someone who is 100% open at the heart. When you're around someone who has an open heart energy, it is contagious. It is radiant. Just by simply being in their presence, they will lift you up because that energy is so magnetic and so healing and it is the highest frequency. So when you're around somebody that has an open heart, you will feel it and you will feel loved and in, and they might not even be directing that love specifically toward you, but they're just radiating it. So being in their presence will make you feel better. They're more open on all levels as far as communication. They're more open, more vulnerable. They're more open with compassion and their feelings. An open-hearted person is so in tune and in touch with their feelings, with what's going on with them, with why they feel the way they feel. And they're also in to, very in tune and in touch with how their actions and behaviors affect the people around them. They're open to working through things because they're in touch with something that reminds them that all that really matters is love. Now I want you to think of someone who has a closed-hearted energy. So this is someone who is very guarded, and I like to say a person who has a soldier at the gate, someone who is defensive, self-centered, self-righteous, someone who has a personal agenda, someone who is very closed because maybe they experienced trauma, maybe they experienced some real heartache in their life. And because of that, they have built brick walls around their heart chakra or even castles <laughs> around their heart chakra to keep people from being able to get in to hurt them or reject them. So so usually this kind of person might come off as bitter, jealous, angry, upset, and it's all because they have clothes, they're protecting and shielding their most deepest sensitive ability to feel hurt and pain. And the key to being able to access your inner compass is understanding that those walls do not protect you. Those walls actually keep love out and keep you from bringing love in and they cut you off from your source energy. They cut you off from who you really are and the magic of who you really are and being able to access that and flow with that and be in the presence of that. Because when you're in the presence of that energy, it carries you and it's such a beautiful place to be in. So it's not like you have to try to access it. You just radiate it. You just are it. So when we feel disconnected from that place and we have a closed heart versus an open heart, 
the key to being able to get back into that open-hearted space is to get clear about what we need to forgive. What do we need to let go? What pain are you ready to release? Because when you allow yourself to feel those emotions and then process those emotions, a cleansing effect will begin and you will clear away those walls because being open-hearted also is about being vulnerable. An open-hearted person has very intense feelings, but they're always working through those feelings. And in society, we have been taught that to be overly sensitive or be too in touch with our feelings makes us weak. But it doesn't. It makes us compassionate. It makes us strong and it makes us in the flow. And sometimes those feelings do not feel good. But when you cut yourself off from your feelings, you cut yourself off from source. So it's about learning to work through your feelings and let them, let yourself feel them and then let them move out. So a great exercise for being able to cleanse your heart center and reconnect in your heart center is by rotating, breathing in high frequency colors. I like to breathe in the color green, white, pink, and gold into my heart center. And if you do this for five or 10 minutes or as long as you can, But even five or 10 minutes is going to be huge for you. You start to breathe in color green and you push that energy into your heart center. And then you rotate with white or gold or pink, whatever resonates with you. So you do that breathing in and you imagine that your heart center has lungs so it can breathe in the color and breathe out any energy that is blocking you from connecting with that high, beautiful, high vibration of love and joy. And as you start to do this, you're going to start to feel some uncomfortable emotions, but the key is not to resist them or push them down because when you resist them and push them down, you block yourself off. It's about embracing them. So We need to learn to embrace our emotions, embrace what we are feeling in the moment and not judge it as being bad or even painful because it won't last as long when you just embrace it and allow it. Don't judge it and let it move out. So when you start to breathe in those colors, you're really cleansing your heart chakra and some painful emotions or things that you haven't dealt with or things that you don't even know were there might begin to come up, but that is good. So don't, don't judge it. Just allow it to move out. And as it moves out, it's cleansing and clearing your heart chakra and you can reconnect with the most powerful energy available to you. Love and your connection with source. So we're going to go ahead and pause for reflection now. And I'm going to ask you a few coaching questions. And you can either journal about them or contemplate them. And the question is, have I cut myself off 
from my heart center. And what is going on in my heart center? Is there a soldier at the gate? Do I have heart walls? And if so, what am I trying to protect myself from? Rejection, failure, fear. And just sit with those questions and allow the answer to unfold from within you. And you can push pause if you'd like to. We're going to go on to key number three. Recognizing fear. So once you understand what your inner compass is and you learn to align with it and you release and clear out all of the pain, you forgive, you let go and you allow those heart walls to come crashing down and clear them away, then the next step is to understand and recognize fear. Because spirit really wants us to understand that that even when we are in alignment with our heart center and we are allowing our inner compass, our inner frequency to guide us, fear can come in at any time. Because anytime you are moving outside of your comfort zone, anytime you are leaving your safety net, anytime you are moving into the unknown, fear is going to show up. And fear will show up as second-guessing yourself, not believing in yourself. And even though you are profoundly following the guidance of your soul, the guidance of your heart center, the highest frequency, the highest vibration, fear will show up and tell you you're making a mistake. You're doing it wrong. You're not good enough. You're not worthy. You shouldn't trust in yourself. It's your fault. So you should might want to stay in that toxic relationship or maybe you're never going to be able to make it on your own and recognizing fear coming in and allowing fear to come in and instead of trying to resist it or fight it recognize it and embrace it and say thank you thank you fear for showing up and trying to protect me but I don't need your protection anymore because I'm in alignment with source because when you when you actually allow yourself to see, okay, wait a minute, stop, hold on, pause. I am allowing fear to run me. I am allowing fear to guide my heart instead of being in the frequency of who I really am, connected to my highest vibration, connected to the highest, most powerful energy in the world. Or that is available to me. I am allowing myself to be guided and governed by fear, making my decisions out of fear. So recognizing what fear looks like to you. Recognize how does it show up? Does it show up as second guessing? Does it show up as obsessing? Does it show up as perfection? In what ways does fear show up for you that stops you in your track, that pushes you outside of your stream so that you're no longer following your inner guidance, so that you're no longer just in the flow of where your stream is carrying you? 
And on that note, I'd just like to leave you with a little story. When I was a teenager, I was very guarded. I guess you could say I had a soldier at the gate. And it was because I had gone through so much in my life. And I didn't trust people. I hadn't forgiven people. And I was just a teenager. Being a teenager is complicated enough without knowing or fully understanding how to process your emotions. And so I did what maybe a lot of teenagers do. I cut myself off from my emotions. I pretended to be okay when I wasn't really okay. And I put up this wall between me and other people. And and really what it looked like, how I showed myself to other people was I was rough around the edges or maybe tough and nobody wanted to mess with me. That was my way of surviving. Because as a teenager, I was, I was scared. I was, I was lost. I was confused. I felt unsupported and disconnected. And it wasn't until in my 30s that I had my spiritual awakening and that tough wall, that persona of I don't need anyone's support, I don't need help from others, came crumbling down. And I already knew who I was, and that's why I was trying to protect myself from the outside harsh world, which was a sensitive, kind, compassionate, loving person with insecurities and self-worth issues and fears. And so instead of being vulnerable and just allowing myself to be that and grow from that and learn from that and learn self-love and step into my highest frequency, I put up walls like most people. And when those walls came crumbling down, I was vulnerable, I was sensitive, it was painful, but it was also liberating because it got me in touch with my truest, highest version of me. And even as a teenager, I was, I was very loving and I was very kind to people I thought that were going to be loving and kind to me about anyone else, I, I had a wall up. And I just share that with you because I fully understand the difference between me being connected at, with an open heart and being completely in alignment with love and being open to the possibility of me loving someone or me loving everyone and them not being able to love me back in the same way I can love them. And not taking that as a personal rejection. Getting to that place where I always am connected with that inner love and that inner love comes from within me and I don't have to look outside of myself for that love is probably one of the most important things, transformational things that's ever happened to me personally. So you can do this. You can release your heart walls. It is okay to be vulnerable. It is okay to be 100% authentically you and show up in that way and stay in alignment and make your decisions based on who you really are and follow your inner compass. So thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast. My name is Kelly T. Smith. And as always, you can learn more about me at www.soulsearchingzone.com. Until next time.